My name is Chang, and I'm calling in from Singapore. So this book review is going to be done by me, yours truly, the better half of business over drinks. I'm not saying that because everyone has told me that, and then the reviews say that, and all our research says that. I'm saying that because I truly believe it. All right, we've done Dave. no research. <laughs> yeah, we just Google ourselves, man. It's fun. Uh, I do that all the time, just daily. I've got a Google alert set up with my name. It's pretty cool. It never <laughs> pings. It never, ever, ever pings. Um, but yeah, no, we've got a really exciting one, man, at least for me. Um, we're going to talk about uh, Shoe Dog. It's a, it's a story by Phil Knight. Phil Knight is the guy who founded Nike. And yeah, it's a really interesting, really, really interesting read and something that I thought would be really useful. It's not a new book, obviously, but uh, I know a lot of people who haven't read it. So I thought this is a really good way to kind of introduce the book to everyone. It was a book recommended by quite a number of our guests. For example, Matt Stallone, the founder of Protein Suppliers Australia, Lisa Tay, and then Rachel, I believe, Rachel Wong, and just a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Um, Rachel so Wong from check- Founders Doc. Yep, yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. So let me give let me give you a synopsis of the book, man, so people kind of know what they're getting into. So Shoe Dog is um, basically the story of Phil Knight from when he was a runner in school. He's basically his life growing up in a small town and really what that was going to mean for him, right? He's an accountant by trade and how he was obsessed with running, but he found he was actually never going to be good enough to represent either the state or his country and actually win anything. So versus going into a job that he felt he didn't like, but was seen as a respectable role, he decided to kind of uh, take the leap and enter the shoe business. The reason it's called Shoe Dog is because people are obsessed with shoes, obsessed with the industry of shoes and obsessed with innovation in shoes are called shoe dogs. And that, that was the uh, term that best described Phil Knight and the people that he surrounded himself with. So um, not many people know this, but uh, Nike actually wasn't Nike when it first started. It actually had another name. I won't spoil it for you because it's quite an interesting read. And I, kind of, I don't want to kind of give away all the details out there, but it's right at the start. They'll tell you what, what he called the, called the company before and how he actually didn't produce shoes. He was just a distributor and a reseller for Onitsuko Tigers from Japan. It was such an interesting story how he really wanted to take Onitsuka to the next level. But due to certain circumstances, he actually felt like he couldn't do that. He felt betrayed by them. And um, he actually, that pushed him into creating his own brand of shoes, which he named Nike by sheer accident. So um, I felt like this story is more, I read it more like I was reading someone's really interesting biography versus really reading a story about, um, you know, business lessons and 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 uh, uh, kind of an exciting uh, look into how one of the biggest brands in the world was born. Right. But it is some, it was a book that I took a lot of learnings from and a lot of very interesting insights that I felt like only someone like Phil Knight, who, who created a brand that almost everyone in the world knows would actually be able to share. So, yeah, that's a really interesting. And then um, it is, it is a really good story and it was really extremely well written. I don't know if he literally wrote, I think he did from the way he describes it near the end. But it's just so so well written. It just flows so easily. It's easy to read or easy to listen to if you're listening to an audiobook. Like Turn Right, you, you you normally don't listen to audiobooks, but you you manage to enjoy it. Yep, yep. This is the this is one of the first few audiobooks I've ever listened to, from start to finish, and I I really ran through it. I put it at one point two uh, speed, and I went through that entire book because it was brilliant. I couldn't. I literally would. 
finish my work and still sit by my computer listening to the audiobook. So what are some main lessons you got from it? Like I said, I took it more like a, a book. I took it more like a biography that I was reading or someone's life, someone's story. But through it all, I mean, it was very clear what he was actually sharing. And I'm not sure whether he wanted to share these lessons. I just felt like these are his, this was his story to tell. And you learn from his story, right? So one of the most interesting things that he actually shared was the fact that when he set up Nike, he was what you would call, um, it was what you would call a completely insane business to get into because Adidas and then Reebok and then Converse, a few other brands were already there. They were already dominated the, the market. They had all the market share. And the shoe business was seen as an extremely difficult market to get into because of so many different factors, you know, anywhere from pricing, from uh, manufacturing issues, from, uh, from taxes that were not really uh, beneficial to new businesses starting up in such a, uh, a capital-heavy industry, to the fact that uh, shoes were seen as more functional, like sports shoes and, uh, and sneakers were seen as more functional and catering to uh, athletic audience which was a very, very, very niche segment of the American public, right? He kind of broke all of that down by saying, if you make a great product, if you introduce a great product, it doesn't matter what the issues are in the market, people will want it, right? He, he did something that I didn't agree with, but I mean, this was a while ago where he said he didn't believe in the value of marketing and advertising. He just said, like, who needs it, right? You, what we do is we go by, he, he marketed by word of mouth, by taking salespeople out, going to track meets, going, speaking to coaches, speaking to athletes, getting schools one by one, having that track team start to wear Nikes or initially on its Tigers. But eventually he started to understand uh, what marketing, the value marketing and advertising brought. And if you really look at it, Nike is kind of like a pioneer for the advertising and marketing industry now. Their, their brand is what it is because of the marketing and the advertising that Nike has done. The fact that they sponsor athletes, I mean, that's a brilliant way of marketing. He already knew that was a thing. He didn't realize that that was traditional marketing. He didn't see it that way, right? And he was he's very open and honest about his mistakes. I mean, the fact that he constantly puts down the people that, uh, maybe not puts down, I think that's, a, that's an incorrect word. But what he does is he'd always point out how irritated or how, how angry he was with the way certain people he worked with uh, behaved or their, their eccentricities, right? But in the end, it was very clear how his affection for them and how he understood that he built a company of misfits who shouldn't have succeeded, who shouldn't have worked, who shouldn't have been able to work together. But they're actually now, um, they are the core team that built Nike, one of the biggest brands in the world. And it's such an emotional, interesting way of teaching people how to value um, skill sets and how to value things beyond the tangible, right? Someone's passion for the role, someone's understanding, someone's ability to give feedback without fear of reprisal because they're like, I would, I, I'm going to tell you exactly why I hate your shoes. I hate your brand. I hate what you're doing. And then he was, he was, he was smart enough to understand, I'm going to not let my emotion dictate how I react. I'm going to see what, whether they're, what they're saying is correct. And then went Frank corrected. So that was a really interesting way of doing it. It's something that I've been doing as well. And um, something that I'm trying to do more and more as well. Because obviously you get a little bit upset when someone tells you they hate your work or they hate your podcast or your co-host is a bit of a, you know, weirdo. 
just like, don't say that about Dave. Well, then, yeah, I mean, it happens, right? But um, if you read a book like Shoe Dog, it's a really good insight into how you can, be, how a team of misfits that shouldn't work, if held together by the right things, if they all share the same vision and the same dream, you can actually bring something great. Yeah, thanks for the compliments, man. Uh, just to add to that, what you were you pointing out before about his honesty? Yeah, it, it is Mark. His career was marked by so many failures, so many fears. Like if I, I wouldn't be able to handle the kind of stresses he had to put up with, and and just mm-hmm. a lot of tragedy too. Like um, yeah. he near the. I don't want to spoil too much, but I'll I'll just reveal something to everyone knows. Like he talk about how you know Michael Jordan would have been in his home, but then he also marked some some really tragic stuff that has happened in his life. Yeah. So yeah. you know, success does come with with some consequence. I think he wants that a little bit, but uh, yeah, it's a brilliant brilliant book, mate. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, uh, just one of the challenges that he faced is actually a massive failure of an early IPO that he tried, right? Imagine bringing your company public, which by the way, was a lot easier then versus what it is now. So he brought his money, uh, his company public in order to get some money in order to grow the company. And it was a massive failure. Imagine if that happened to you now, you brought it, you brought it to IPO and your company failed. I mean, it's, it's basically the end of the world. I just won't tell anyone. I'll just keep it to myself. <laughs> That's the sign of a very, very, very unsuccessful IPO. No one knows. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even if you don't tell anyone, no one would know anyway. Yeah. Well, you're destined to fail, but knowing you don't get hurt by it. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, uh, I think I think if you're like me, if you love great stories, but you also kind of want to learn something from this is the perfect book for you. I find a lot of the books that are, you know, these uh, written by so-called self-help gurus and, and, and people who want to kind of shout about their accomplishments quite, um, it, I, w- I wouldn't use the word tedious, but I feel like they're a little bit preachy sometimes. What uh, Phil's Knight book, uh, Phil's, uh, Phil Knight's book, um, Shoe Dog, is anything but preach. It, honestly, it's just a great story told by someone who has nothing left to prove. I mean, he's, he's literally the owner of Nike. He has nothing to prove. He, has, he doesn't need money. I mean, he literally, he literally t- has an entire section, a uh, small bit where he talks to Warren Buffett and Bill Gates. And they all speak to each other the same, uh, like exactly uh, on equal terms because they're all billionaires. And he's like, yeah, it was, it was nice meeting Bill and Warren. I'm like, no. Well, like, I just like a, a casual chat. Yeah, I can't relate. No, but it was it was really it wasn't something like a like a humble brag. He was talking about how he felt so awkward being in their position, being with these people, and they everyone felt awkward because they were all three of them were like, okay, we're just awkward together. And it was such <laughs> it was it was an interesting interlude in, in basically also an kind of a pullback curtain moment uh, from the life of billionaires because I feel awkward while talking to people like in at a subway. So anyone who wants to listen in, you can get this audiobook completely free if you go to businessoverdrinks.com forward slash books and sign up through the links there completely free for you and you'll help support our podcast yeah so that's actually how i got this book so i i signed up um through our audible link i registered got my free credit and then i just read i just listened to shoe dog immediately after that it's that simple it took me all of one and a half minutes guys uh you should definitely do it 